It's because you. it somehow took you an hour and a half to get to Baltimore from Frederick. I told you, man. I, st- I stopped at Taco Bell. But again, like, I, I stop at Taco Bell every day. Literally every day? It's your go-to? Not every... No, my... Oh, my kitty. I haven't gone for a while. No, I mean, Burger King is my go-to because it's yeah. cheap. It's just it's just cheap. It is just cheap. Isn't McDonald's cheaper? No. No? No, Burger King has the superior deals if we're talking fast food. Yeah, but it's it makes me it, it's probably the one that makes me feel the worst. Oh yeah, I mean I don't feel good. Yeah. But my wallet feels better than it would if I go to any. I mean let let you know why? Because when you go past Burger King now, like it is a deserted wasteland. I mean, if anybody needs to buy some stocks, we should be sending Burger King stock to the room. Because every time I drive by a Burger King, man. It is a wasteland. Especially if it's right next to a McDonald's, you can see the difference. It's like fucking lines and lines of cars at McDonald's and you look over to Burger King and it's... That must be... You feel bad. I go there sometimes because I feel bad. I don't... I have never seen that. I have never seen like... Oh, I see it every day. I've never seen like, you know, the houses of Verona or whatever where you have the Montague... With the Montagues and the whatever the fuck... The uh, Montagues and the... Yeah, Yeah, like that's not at all what's happening. Like it is always like neck and neck or Burger King is like outpacing. No way, dude. Dude, every time I'm in fucking like... No way. Yeah, I, I see more people at Burger King than I do at McDonald's. That's you're fucking making shit up. No, I'm not. Oh. Maybe back in the day. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, like right now, like I like like highway, no like 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 way. truck stoppy stuff. I definitely see more people at Burger King than McDonald's. I don't know, man. And also, like they don't like the sanitation and the cleanliness of Burger King has definitely gone downhill compared to McDonald's. I feel like McDonald's got like a memo like ten years ago to like get their shit together, and then they fucking did. And then Burger King was like. You, you know what's cool is like every once in a while we'll, every few Burger Kings will have like one that like come resembles on, the 1950s and like we'll have the car but we won't keep up with anything and and our you know we're just gonna not pay anyone to like clean the restaurant I don't know man like every Burger King that I go to is like pretty packed and like pretty chill and then, like, the McDonald's... You, I want you to... You gotta you take me to this Burger King. Okay, you I mean, which one? Me. Again, like, I I have, like, my regular spots because it's, like, around my, like, regular drops at work. And that's that's the only reason why I go is because, like, there's just more Burger Kings in, like, greater Baltimore County than there are McDonald's at, like, convenient locations. All right, well... Like, there's fucking five within a mile stretch on York Road. Yeah, but... Again, I need you to take a picture, and you got to be non-discriminate. As soon as How you see, how am I going to take a discriminatory picture? Well, because you're going to wait until you see a busy time. Jordan, I'm not a mailman. I can't just like wait around until the like <laughs> the fucking timing is right. I'm just to saying, do next, shit. as soon as you get there, take a picture, okay? Mm-hmm. And if it's busy, I'll be like, okay. And if it's not, I'll be like, Told okay. You. I'll give you a good case study because there a is case study. One. You got to do. There like is a one. The one in Towson on York Road is right across the street from the McDonald's. Okay, there you go. Perfect. And one is, yeah, the McDonald's is on the side of the street that's going towards town. The Burger King's on the side of the street that's going towards six ninety five. That Burger King is always packed, and that McDonald's is always bone dry. All right, I'm gonna again. McDonald's sucks. Like McDonald's Mc- does. Fuck you, McDonald's dude. sucks. No, it does not. McDonald's and Burger King both bullshit, suck, but dude. also between the two, McDonald's sucks way more. Hell no. Oh yes, it does. Okay, you're gonna go. No, what? Take this what, picture. What is the good thing at McDonald's? The fries. Oh, and the Big Mac. The Big Mac is hand. 
the look every time i go to burger king you get it you when you get the burger it is a sloptastic mess all right it is what the fuck disgusting. do you think a big mac is no it looks like something i pulled out of the fucking drain yeah but no dude burger king does mcdonald's they they set that thing up pretty nicely. You could take it give they give you the little box. And you could, Did you buy McDonald's stonk? Is that why you're caping so hard for it? <laughs> no, I just love I also being hate stonk. Stonk? I hate that phrase so much. It, I, like, is it something that stunk? No. What are stonk? I don't know stonk. Stonk? Yeah. Yeah, it's like what all the fucking cool internet people are calling stocks now. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of all the fucking... Yeah, but you act like that's a phrase that's been happening for a while. It's been beaten into my brain for the past week. Right, okay. I think it's interesting. What, the the, the phrase stonk? No, not the phrase. You know, I think that stonk is an interesting case study. Don't change the subject. I love Big Macs. I'm sorry. Yes, I love. <laughs> I had to make sure you didn't I didn't say what it is you love. <laughs> I had to make sure I didn't you're say what. You're such a powerful, powerful advocate for this thing. We have to sit there and be like, "Wait, do I? Yeah, no, no, no. No, I, I do, love I fucking Big Mac. So you take the picture, make sure both of them are in the picture, and then send it to We Are the Bolsheviks. I'm a proud vegan. Mm, so good. There is nothing gay about professional wrestling. It is full contact murder gymnastics. That ain't a video game though. Crayon. No, 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 no. Every time I smoke weed, I always think I have HIV. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. Okay, but can we... All right, let's talk about... Stonks. Stonks. Mm. Also, just like... Stonks. Like, it just... See, I didn't even fucking know. How did you not know? I mean, I've heard it, but I just thought, like... I just thought people were fucking around. I didn't know there was. Yeah, like... that's what a meme is. They just fucked around until it's not cool anymore. Yeah, it was like funny when like, I mean, as everything on the internet, it was funny before like the fucking normies and the fucking dweebs found out about it. Yeah, dude, that is your brand though. Yeah, like you love that shit, and then you hate it. Everything when it gets popular. This is the my biggest criticism of you as a person. You have this blog set up with like music that you fucking love and then you fucking uh, you just like ditch those bands as soon as they get big what? now no, if i, I brought up any of those bands i didn't you'd be ditch like, those bands when they got big. i ditched the you ditched blog the, yeah you ditched what? the blog yeah because i it I you ran let us its, all down it no i didn't it ran its course that blog was started so many, i still go to it and why? i still well you know what sucks is i, I still click the because sometimes i i will forget about a band and i need, I need to go and like just go, scroll through those bands real quick and then for to see it real quick and i'll try and i'll still try and download the cds and uh obviously the media file uh files don't no work dude anymore. i had to stop because the internet police kept on trying to arrest me over that shit damn no that no that's some that's some that's some gangster shit but actually. no carlo and i started that to get our friends to like because it was easier to do that than like be sending everyone these files right anyway the point of it is i'm just saying robbie here he's just such a snob when it comes to just everything. As soon as it gets big, he just fucking hates it. As soon as the hoi polloi get involved, I have no interest. Yeah. And everybody knows McDonald's is lame. better. No, and the not. only reason he's it's saying not. It's, not it's not is because it's, not. it's the big thing it's, it's, right now. What? Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, back the fuck. Boop. 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 Stop just calling me the N word. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> How is McDonald's the big thing right now? McDonald's, first off, uh-huh. it's never not been the big thing. That's the point. But Burger King is ha- what has been the big thing, you know, back back in the day when the fucking- You are reaching. Your no, little no, no. ass arms cannot reach Jurassic, however far it is you're trying to when go. When Jurassic Park came out, they came out with those fucking watches- and the fucking uh, like those cups that oh, everybody yeah, no, loved. Yeah, I'm I'm still living in 1999. No, I'm saying that's when it was big, and now you know since then the stonk went downhill, God and now it. you're all about it. What are you talking? You're about? You're all about Burger King, and you hate McDonald's. I have literally stated my case twice. All right, I fuck with Burger King because they are cheaper. You get more food for your buck at Burger King. And they have better deals, and their fucking app has way better like deals. All right, well, That's the only reason why I started going there. Right. Well, with music, you're a snob. Yes. With what else you're, are you a fucking snob at? Well, well, probably fucking everything. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. So let's yeah let's go over this this uh let's first off can I just say they're trying to do it with AMC and it's only seven dollars. So I'm about to fucking do that. Do not, because they already did it with AMC, you fucking idiot. It didn't go up that much, though. It already went up and back down, dog. Oh, but... Yeah, so don't. Stop. Do not. I sw- This is why I wanted to talk about this. I don't want to, like, get into a deep dive of, like, what is happening with the stocks, because neither of us are, like, finance bros. Right. We're not finance bros, but I know a little bit about... I know how stocks work. Hold on. Wait. I think I got to rescue this cat. Just talk for a second while okay. I fix this cat. All right. Is he stuck? Oh God. No, yeah, just just open yeah, open the door. Poor guy. He's like, I'm stuck in this dungeon, it's dark. Do cats see well in the dark? I guess they do because there's like m- mice they have to catch and shit. But Yeah, cats perfectly fine in the dark. Shit. How do cats see? I I feel like I know how dogs see. They see just like us, but like not colors and stuff and like not as good. No, like, cats can see in the dark. I know, but like, how good are cats' eyesights? Good, very better good. than dogs. Yeah, okay. dogs are like have dumb eyes. I don't think they're that dumb. They just like can't see certain colors. No, cats are like pretty much an apex predator. Yeah, because they like have really good hearing and good balance mm. and good sight and shit. Okay, but yeah, okay. So this fucking stock shit again. Like, We're I don't not finance be- bros. But no, we are I, not finance. You know bros. how stocks work. You know what shortening is? Shorting. I know it was shortening. <laughs> shortening. We're not baking bros either. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, it's, you know, if you've seen fucking the big short or if you've seen um, trading spaces or whatever or trading places. Yeah. Or too big movie. to fail. Yeah. Like it's, it's not that complicated, but it's like too complicated for us to really get into because we're not finance dudes. And also like. It's every- a fun. It's, it's pretty cool though. It's an interesting story, but also like every other program has beaten this shit to death. So Again, there's no point. It doesn't make it not cool though. You're saying it's Jordan, it makes I'm no not point saying for- it's not cool. I'm saying there's no point in wasting these people time by talking about it a week later. Well, let's find an interesting take out of it. Let's dig. Jordan, we will. I All just right. don't want to explain the basics of what happened because everyone knows that Reddit got involved okay. with GameStop. We don't need to go over the history of that. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, I need to drink more of this beer. Me too. Mm. So yeah. So fucking once that shit got fucking big, you knew that it was all over. And it, did you have a fear of missing out? Because I do every time. No. I oh man, dude, like Bitcoin, 
I went through a whole thing where I was like trying to find the next Bitcoin. And this was after Ethereum. So yeah, I dude. Fucked, I got no, fucked twice. I, and this is, you're going to. I put me, like $100 in that shit I'm trying sure to find you that. Did. Other. I'm sure you lost it all. But like, you're going to fucking get all fucking worked up again. But like, as soon as like people like you hear about it on Facebook, it's, it's fucking over and right. don't do it. Yeah. Like, and that's the biggest. There, there, there's a couple really cool takeaways from this. But like, honestly, like, here's a fucking, you know, PSA. If you're hearing about something like crazy happening online from like normies that you went to high school with, it's over. The trend is over and do not do it because you will be fucked. Like you are, it's not, right. you can't do it. No, for sure. But it, you know what it has made me want to do though? Just get into s- stocks a little bit in general, just to like, cause like. It's a terrible idea. It It is, but it's also not like it's, it's, it's kind <laughs> of fun. Like I'm not saying throw thousands of dollars at it but you could take a hundred dollars that you don't mind losing and trying to like find like little so my i have a i have a buddy i worked with who back in um when uh in, back in 2016 uh before trump was elected he um he took fifth like no he took ten thousand dollars that his grandma gave him and he was like Okay, so if Hillary Clinton wins, she's going to continue along with the private sector prisons, uh, like making it so that like the government gets out of private sector prisons, like that whole business or whatever. So he he still thought though, even if they even if that happens. The states will still use private sector prisons, so it'll eventually like even itself out. But they're going to take a dive if she um if she wins but that's okay because they well they had already taken a dive because it looked like uh she was going to win so he bought a bunch of stock in like private sector prisons. oh very cool that's a great thing to support no obviously it's not but he this is not the point that's it's not the 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 morals of buying it is not the point of this story so he he does it and he just thought she was going to win and that it would eventually even out and go more just because people are going to find out that people are still going to use private sector prisons, right? But it took a deep dive because Hillary was going to win. She ended up losing and Trump won again goes back to, you know, going full on using private sector prisons again. So the stock actually went like exploded and he, I think he made like 15 grand off of his like little thing. But he like he like used his brain to like figure out like it wasn't necessarily a gamble. There was like something there uh, to figure out. And yeah, yeah, this is the thing to find something like that would be kind of cool. Yeah, that's like the whole issue I have with like normal ass people trying to like day trade is like you hear these stories and then you're like, oh, I mean, like if my fucking idiot cousin can do it, I can, too. You can't, and you won't, and you're going to lose all your money, and all you're going to do is prop up a dying system even further. Yeah. Like, so all these people now who have seen all the Reddit memes of, yo, I put, you know, $20,000 into GameStop when it was $17, and I cashed out when it was at 300 bucks, and now I'm a multimillionaire. Like, that has spread throughout like the normie internet. Like if you talk to people who are like actually like 
in like like who have been on like these various like reddit boards and like people who are like actual like like internet people they all were in into that for like three days and then cashed out or they just are purposefully throwing their money away just to fuck with the hedge funds and they're not going to ever cash out right you know because they think like fuck it like i'll put 500 bucks in and that's enough to like you know if we all put in 500 bucks like we will fuck them over like i'm not expecting to get a payout but like as these stories get more sensationalized, like more popular, then it like reaches people like you or like me or like people who like we know who see this and they're like, oh shit, like maybe I should try the stock market. And now it's like, there's, cause I listen to fucking like Bloomberg every day in the car and it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, he's fucking like day trading is like exploding. Like, what a half a million people signed up for Robin Hood just on fucking Friday? Well, the reason it was exploding even before Friday was just because people like had nothing to do at their at home, right? That you know is I mean? not true. That is not necessarily I'm saying it, true. It, but no, it actually it went up when the pandemic when the pandemic started. Yes, it did, it go, did up. go up because it, people it, were sitting at home. But it went up in the same way that like animal shelter adoptions went up, like the same way that like PlayStation like online sales went up, like. All of that stiff, like DoorDash orders went up. Yeah. Like that is to be expected when you're like locked at home with nothing to do. So right. like that is way different than like the fad of now trying your hand at day trading. Yeah. The same way that like, yeah, people had Bitcoin before like that shit skyrocketed. But then like everyone jumped on that train once like fucking MSNBC and CNN were talking about Bitcoin. And that's the same thing that's happening this past week and like this weekend. With everyone, I cannot tell you how many fucking people I talk to who aren't even like I heard people like I overheard people talking about this like in lines at places like even at work. Like I went to the fucking grocery store and there were people talking about like fucking Dogecoin and like investing in like silver and shit. And it's just like, dude, like, are you fucking stupid? Like, this is like what the system wants you to do. Like, this is such a good like example of like. <laughs> the machine co-opting something that was interesting by making it super mainstream and now it's divorced from any like radical intent that it had before because again like the original purpose of like the reddit like GameStop shit was to fuck over the the people who were trying to short it and it's kind of turned and into damage the hedge fund yeah and Which is, that story is still there. That story is still something people. But that's focus a minute on. part of it now. Well, because, it, it evolved into people being like, "That's awesome." Yeah, I want to get rich because those people that are fucking all over the hedge funds. This is people, just this is just the same thing as like flipping houses to me. Yeah, this is literally people watching a fucking show about flipping houses and thinking they can do it, except yeah. it's the fucking stock. Again, I, I'm saying I'm not saying I think I could do it, but you know, I mean, to you throw could do it. You could do it in the sense that to like, try and find like just you know something to invest in that might be the next because here's the thing we have a lot of friends who their parents like invested in the stock market and they got lucky with like walmart and amazon in the in the early days you know mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. so i'm just saying like you yes, know I mean, that, that 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 kind of story is just over with us because like companies the companies that are big are the ones that are big and like there's i don't think there's gonna be another huge one that just comes out of the, like not one like Amazon or Walmart or Target. You know what I mean? The only way you're going to get lucky is if you find some weird thing like a Tesla and then you happen to be there like the first month that it goes public. But again, yeah. like 
you're not going to have that because with the fucking internet age, like there's no more sleepers on the stock market. Yeah. Like everything is going to be speculated. Everything's going to be like fucking WeWork and stuff or like before they go public, they're valued at a billion dollars and shit. Like there's no, like the age of like stumbling across like a gold mine on the market is pretty much done unless you have what happened on Reddit. And again, you had to be right place at the right time. And now the market is trying to regulate itself. Not even the market. The government's trying to regulate the market so that this will never happen again. Is it the government or it's private? Like, I heard it was just, like, Robin Hood being, like, No, I mean, they're all fucking, like, like, there's a blurred line between the government and Wall Street. Yeah. In terms of, like, the big money players. Right. So, like, the SEC and then, like, Wall Street and then, like, these hedge funds, like, they're all, like, kissing cousins and they're they're changing the it's they're changing the rules in the middle of the game because they started fucking losing Mm -hmm. it's fucked up i mean that's like the most fucked up thing ever i mean it literally is you know what people have said online where it's like these are the people who when they started losing would like unplug the playstation yeah and that's literally what happened yeah that's a good analogy yeah so these serious you know so like these companies started to get like the market started to get all fucking flip floppy, and these hedge funds started to fucking tank. I mean, bill, they were losing billions. billions oh, I mean, what? Like two or three of them went bankrupt. The one guy already? fucking cried on TV like a little bitch. Oh yeah, and then the other dude was saying that like equal opportunity on the stock market is just like, uh, oh, it, like it, it's a myth, and it's it's myth, it's yeah. just like an attack on fucking rich people. Yeah, you know, and, and it's just like crying. oh man. I but hope like, he fucking. Ugh, but God, yeah, but no. Yeah. So like the interesting takeaways from this whole like stonk gate, as we are now coining it. I've never heard it before. We're calling it stonk gate. We are. Yes, I'm. I'm putting oh, that one no, right now. I don't want really I'm, another Watergate parody. You couldn't come up with anything better. Nah, man. Good artists steal stuff, and great artists. I don't know. Have trust funds or whatever that saying is. Mm-hmm. But like. No, so, like, what the big takeaways are not that, like, hey, guys, there is a way for us to get rich off the market. Because that that is the spin that the mainstream media, and I know that that term has, like, become so toxic with, like, MAGA people that, like, it really is sort of like a, like a whistleblowy, like, red flag thing. But, like, right. when the mainstream media starts really covering, like, AMC and uh, fucking GameStop and, like, what, Nokia was another one, BlackBerry... Like, there are all these ones where they were trying to just, like, revive these things to, like, upset the market. And Blockbuster. I didn't even know they were still on the... They're still on the market? Like, what the fuck? Like, it was all this shit where they're, like, just trying to revive these dead companies. As soon as you see that on, like, MSNBC and, like, CNN, like, you need to get the fuck out because that narrative is so controlled that, like, you're not... Like, whatever it is that you're going to be doing based off of, like, those mainstream sources... Like, you're not coming to that conclusion naturally by yourself, and it's all, like, subtly being guided. Yeah. You know, so, like, that's why, like, this fucking week, like, there's been such crazy fluctuation with, like, the prices of these various stocks because, like, the fucking government and, like, these, like, big money people are attempting to correct it by, like, subtle coercion in the media. So, like, they can influence people to, like, buy more and sell more, and then they can go ahead and, like, alter their buying and selling patterns behind that to like make it the most advantageous for them. So like yeah. at this point you're just being played. Yeah. But we I I feel like there was a battle and there was a battle that was won on the side of Reddit for a second there. You know, it I mean hedge fund people, they lost billions of dollars. And they might they might be able to like they're going to win the war obviously, but you know, it's nice to see that hit 
hit happen. Well, this is what I was trying to get at. Like the subtext of this event is very important, but like the fucking the stuff that now is like at the forefront is just gobbledygook to like cloud your mind or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're they're clogging up your fucking chakras or your third eye or whatever. But like, yeah, if if, if what you get out of this again is like, yo, the stock market's working, I can get rich, bro. Like you're missing the fucking point. Which number one. What we saw was essentially not to make it too, you know, grand, a grassroots like uh, mass action campaign as, you know, with Reddit fucking organizing. Yeah. You know, and and this is what happens like when people get together with like a common cause and like they're guided, you know, yeah, this is I mean, like I could say that this is like a decent argument that there needs to be like a vanguard party in any type of revolution because there needs to be guided action. But also, like, what we saw was, you know, it, 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 like, if, if this type of effort was taken towards, like, doing, like, a fucking mass strike or any type of, like, critical mass event, it shows, like, the government and, like, the powers that are in place and the systems that are in place are not equipped to deal with a bunch of people, like, coming together, right? Yeah, and this is not organizing. Yeah, this is, yeah, like, the organization that took place was very haphazard, but still was enough to cripple hedge funds and siphon billions upon billions of dollars from the richest people in the world. And it took, what, a week to do that? Yeah. And obviously, like, the government's going to bail them out, which I want to get to later. But, like, just if you focus on the fact that, like, two million people were able to do that much. I'm surprised there weren't, like, plants in there that, like, were able to warn the hedge fund people before it happened, but, I mean... Well, I mean, that's a lot of what happened immediately afterwards. Right. You know, that's why I had to to lock down those boards, but just the whole thing is that, like, this proved that, like, if people actually fucking organize, we can get shit done. Mm -hmm. And the powers that be are afraid of that, and that's why they shut down Robinhood, and that's why they limited trading, and that's why they're now co-opting the narrative on CNN and MSNBC and Fox. And you know what I mean? Like, they're calling fucking uh, Wall Street Bets a right-wing extremist group. Like the I mean, reason, there were definitely some douchebags in there, but that's not the point. But, really. like, they, 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 they shut it down because yeah. of hate speech complaints from two years ago or some right. stupid shit. You know what I mean? It's like, this is, like, the, this is what I want people to fucking understand, is, like, this, in a vacuum is a wonderful example of what happens with like mass organization. Like right. the people can come together and really fuck with these rich people. And then you'll get to my second point, which is the government and the powers that be will always bail out the rich people who are so ingrained in like the, you know, the institutionalized hierarchy, they will help them before they ever help us. Yeah, out. It's just the too big to fail thing. You know what I really liked was the hold the line memes. Hold the line, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those were fun. Yeah, those were fun. But right. I mean, we're going to see the fucking government bail out these companies before they ever bail out people. You know. Right. And that, you know, and like I'm I'm Were there were there even any statements on the on the part of the government? I mean, there were definitely statements on like from the hedge fund people, from Robinhood, people like that, but like I'm talking like Biden wise. Did they even comment on any of this? I mean, this is not really. I haven't seen anything from like Janet Yellen or anything. I yeah. haven't really looked that hard, but obviously like AOC and Ted Cruz were both like, it's fucked up that Robin Hood uh, wow. is trying to limit shit. Did you not hear about that? No. Oh, that's a juicy tea. Um, uh, I'll do a little sidebar did they, on that. Did they like hang out? No, no, no. It's the exact talk? opposite. Um, It's a whole fucking thing. And I'll try to remember to bring. All right. We'll just caveat that and then come back. But okay. 
So yeah, so fucking AOC posted something on Twitter about how like it's you know like it's fucked up that Robin Hood's like limiting people's you know trading options and blah blah blah. And, and then Ted Cruz like retweeted it was like I agree, you know, or one hundred percent agree or whatever. Wow. And then she <laughs> and then she retweeted that being like, Yo, what's up? I'm down to like fucking work with anybody in the GOP except for you because you tried to get me fucking murdered a couple weeks ago. So you can fuck off. Damn. If you want to help, you should fucking resign. Damn. And then, like, that became a whole fucking thing where all these what? GOP people wanted to, like... They're How still... did I not hear about this shit? I don't know, because you're too busy fucking looking at fucking clothes on the internet. But, like, you know... Am I, am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> am I wrong? Yeah, you I... don't become I spend a like... beast, like, <laughs> you know, by accident. You don't I spend, like, two minutes on a to... news thing, and I'm like, ooh, an ad. <laughs> oh, look at this. Look at this colorway. Look at this fucking hoodie. Look at this $45 hoodie imported from Japan. Click. Yeah. Um... But no, so like, you know, there's like Republican fucking senators who are trying to fucking uh, force her to retract her statement and like apologize to Ted Cruz and shit. That's still going on like as of today, yeah. you know, and they're trying to do this whole thing where it's like, you know, as senators and as Congress people, we need to be worried about unifying and like this language is, you know, further dividing people and AOC needs to apologize for no. t- to Ted Cruz for accusing him of like trying to get her killed and all this shit. So like it's true, you know, and then like yeah, like the SEC is getting involved, and there's other like lesser politicians who are. Cl- oh, she also called Ted Cruz a clout chaser, which is sick Whoa. because he is. Whoa, dude, he is. He's the biggest clout chaser. He's not the biggest, but he's one of them. I mean, he's he's, he's probably the he's biggest. Up there. He's up he, there. Fucking Trump, like fucking called his wife a fucking slut and a whore, and and like said his dad was gonna like the f- fucking killer of JFK or whatever the fuck, like. You're, or no, I'm sorry, the Zodiac Killer is what I meant to say. And then you're going to fucking support him? Just yes, daddy. Yes, Jesus daddy. Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely a cloud chaser, man. Yeah, no, 100%. But there's like lesser people in politics who are trying to be like, you know, the the meme stock, like the Reddit stuff is like, it's criminal. They're trying to say it's like, uh, like uh, what, boiler room deals and like all this fucking shit. Like they're trying to say it's like a conspiracy and... Like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, they try to pass legislation where they try and, like, dox and then, like, black bag, like, some of the people who, like, quote, like, were behind the GameStop stuff, like, from Reddit to try and get them on, like, some fucking Rico case. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think that it would really get far, but I would imagine that there's some, like, GOP dude right now, like, trying to figure out a way to, like, you know, throw a bone to his corporate overlords, but... Like, to go back a little bit before the AOC stuff, like, this shit, like, it proves that, you know, like, with, with the action being taken by the government and by, you know, all these, like, large financial, you know, players, they have the money and the resources to bail out and throw cash around willy-nilly whenever they see fit. So they see fit to, like, help these hedge funds. They see fit to reinforce the market. They see fit to shut down the trading floors and, you know, to do all this stuff, but they don't see fit to issue, you know, stimulus checks or emergency survival checks. They don't see fit to like, you know, do all this other shit. So like, it really shows you where In the fact government's they're priorities saying, are. Look at where these poor, look at where these poor people are spending their stimulus checks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're, they're trying to spin that whole thing also. And that was a whole weird narrative on conservative radio too. That was like, people were trying to make that as like a point why there doesn't need to be any more stimulus. Cause they're like, look, like, all these people are spending their stimulus money 
on GameStop stock? Like, why do we need to give them more money if they're just going to gamble it away, you know, on the stock market? Like, they're not using this for survival. We need to, you know, that that whole fucking, like, Rand Paul thing where it's like, we don't need a fire hose of money. We need, like, concentrated blasts or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just, like, so fucking stupid. But, you know, like, we are now seeing, for people who want to see it, you can very easily see that the government will, you know, bail out their buddies when they need to, but they will not bail you or I out because we are not part of their like network of beneficiaries. We are not like part of their like their club. Yeah. And we never will be, so like they will jump at the drop of a hat to help out Wall Street and to help out their donors, but they will drag their feet for a year. When it comes to getting COVID release relief, yeah. also a uh, fun fact about this whole like Robin Hood's helping, you know, the poor people stick it to the man. One of Robin Hood's biggest fucking like donors or like owners or whatever the fuck is one of the fucking hedge funds. Like they make money by selling your micro data and reporting on fucking trading patterns. Right. That, and that's how they get away with um, not having any. uh transactional fees yeah so this whole thing that like you know fucking robin hood is here is like and that was like and i think that when it first happened we recorded and i was you know because i had read that it was like you know like these fucking like anti-capitalists online these like maybe leftists or whatever these like ancaps or whatever were like doing this as like a political statement you know because it had like some like higher political purpose like the whole fucking GameStop thing when really it was just like sticking it to the fucking hedge funds and like it just like became this whole thing where like so many people were trying to like hyper politicize it and yeah, it well, came, became pretty clear that it really was a political and just a middle finger to it it, it to was rich it was it was also a lot of people the whole point of that subreddit was kind of to like get together and be like hey uh i'm i miss the mall like i miss these little stores let's like like Let's just for fun, like buy some stock in them. You know what I mean? Also, there was a little bit of that too. Like now, it's a lot, it's a lot of like nostalgia shit, you know, because they wanted to do the same thing to like Express and like, you know, basically just name any store that you used to see in the mall a bunch. Yeah, and, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I just, it, it was, it was very frustrating to see people like ascribe this like big political whatever to this shit when literally it was like no this is just fucking internet people you know what with it, rich people. you know what it reminds me of is like when a terrorist attack or an attack happens and then like immediately like isis it's isis it's the taliban it's but, but isis it's, will say it, it that was our guy even though there's no evidence to think that it was yeah. or same without you know what i mean it's like that kind of thing it's like you know leftists and and you know right wingers want to try and you know put a fucking political stamp on it, you know, when there wasn't really, I didn't see a lot of people being like, this is us. I saw a lot of people being like, this is my analysis. And I think it's them type of thing. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know it it, again. Like once it became like the front page of every fucking social media site, you knew it was going to be fucking lame and stupid, you know? And then also like, again, like it, it got not scary, but it's just like, I saw so many fucking normies being like, Oh, my dad just, you know, put $4,000 in GameStop to the moon, LOL. And it's like, dude, you're fucking dumb. Like, why the fuck would you invest that? Like, 
yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is kind of like where we're going. Some people got lucky when it was like a hundred something. Yeah, because, but you're not going to get lucky because dog. because you're not then get lucky. because then uh, uh, what's his name? Elon Musk said something about it, and then it doubled. So if you got it, then you still had a little bit of luck. But if you bought it at three hundred, you're fucking dumb. Yeah, you're fucking dumb. But like you know, and that I don't really know what else to say about it. But just like it showed that like there is power in mass organization if people are all directed in the same in the same way, and we can do it. We just have to find unifying ways. And it is kind of cool, you know, credit where credits due. It's cool that one of the ways to get all the shitheads on the internet together was like, hey, fuck these rich dudes. Like, I'll take that as, like, that's cool. I think it's fucking lame that a bunch of people who spout anti-capitalist whatever are now, like, trying to secretly be like, oh, I might get into day trading. And I'm not going to get, like, super into that because that's a whole right. thing on, like, the leftist internet of, like, are you still, you know, are you still a socialist or a blah, blah, blah if, if you, you something. are, like, playing with the stock market and, yeah. like, you know, there's an argument to be made of like, I live in this system, so I will play in it. There's also an argument to be made of like, well, if I can fucking use this to like fucking tank a hedge fund, like the people who are staying in no matter what, like that's also a strategy. Like there's a whole lot of but shit. But that's a going new strategy. There. No one really even like thought of that as like a game to play until now. Exactly. I mean, and I mean, like just because it's new doesn't like discredit, right. the, you know, like the theory behind it, but there is like, Something to be said of like how much of like it's a revisit to to the socialists who say are you are you still are you can you be a socialist if you're playing in the stock market exactly. well now it's well, yeah you yeah can. and now we're 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 seeing that play out among some of like the more like you know diehard like whatever ists where they're just like I don't know like if I can go against my morals when it's like on the table to buy this game stock shit you know yeah I'm like I won't and that and I'm not gonna. I'm not like refraining from doing all this like crypto and like the stock stuff, like out of some like high and mighty, like, you know, thing like, well, as a communist, I would never literally, it's just cause like, I'm not fucking smart enough. And if I find out about it, it's already past its fucking prime. Sure. And I'm not like jumping in late, like on the tail end of this trend. Like I'm not yeah. losing my shirt in this stuff. And I really would recommend. Do you remember, do you remember not when, doing it. when it clicked in your head, what the stock market was? Like yes. exactly. Uh huh. Do you do know you? what I'm talking about? Like there was no, so. Do you? Do you remember the exact moment? Yeah. Because I do. Yeah. When was your exact moment? Well, so like for like years and years. I don't think you're gonna give me an exact moment. Okay. I'm I can pinpoint like moment. everything. Okay. About go it. ahead. It was right when the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie came out on DVD. Oh God. And this just is whatever serious. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, dude. Because it was because it was that was the night that I fucking got my first Neopets account. Mm-hmm. And there was a full like fake New York stock exchange, like a full stock market thing on Neopets. Right. And you could fucking play the stocks on Neopets. And I did not know what the fuck the stock market was. And my friend and I were on there. And we made our accounts and we're fucking around. And my friend's dad was like, what the fuck are you idiots doing with these like fucking purple dinosaurs? Like, what the fuck? And so they're like clicking around to make sure it's not some weird shit. And they're like, wait, there's a stock market thing on a kid's game? And we're like, yeah, I don't know what that is. And like, he fucking explained what the stock market is to us. And then he made his own fucking Neopets account and then was like a bajillionaire in Neopets money because he was going on the stock market against all these fucking kids. That's hilarious. 
That's cool. Like, no, so I, I guess I don't have an exact moment, but I do know that people have, like, growing up, I remember people trying to explain to me the stock market over and over, and I would never get it. I'd be like, what do you mean you own a piece of the company? What? That doesn't make any fucking sense, you know? And then uh, just, you know, I got to a point where I was like, oh, oh shit. I get it. Like, there's no longer a one owner. Once a company goes public, they have shares of their company that is the ownership of the company all in all. And then you buy some of those shares. And then depending on how much you have, you, you become, you can own, if you own 75% of all the stocks and that you're basically the owner, but you're not the full owner. Yeah. The majority shareholder. Yeah. But it took me so long to realize that, you know, yeah, I mean, it's a complicated thing. Not all of us can have like avid Neopets day trades <laughs> in their lives like I did. So I know that I'm, I'm yeah. coming from a privileged position right. <laughs> of the fucking, you know, the proletariat of right. But I was probably like good 20 years old before I like got it. Before yeah. I was like, oh shit, that's what that is. Yeah, the Neopet bourgeois really helped me become who I am today. But um, I mean like there is also like, you know, with with that being said of like, you know, like I don't fuck with the stock market because I'm not smart enough. Like, you know, like if, I don't know. I don't think that we should really get into a whole thing of like okay. when the stock market is good and when it's bad because obviously like a worker co-op situation where like all the owner or all the fucking workers are also owners and they have like, you know, equal stock options in the company mm-hmm. like that also becomes this whole thing of like, again, you're playing in the stock market. Are you really a socialist? But also like if you're doing this like, you know, closed loop socialism like this like fucking like noam chomsky-esque thing where like yeah. you participate in the market but then everybody has this equal share like yeah is that a thing is that not a thing like and it just becomes like so murky and like you just you're splitting hairs at that point yeah at that point it's just like like just chill if i was given <laughs> exactly if, <laughs> I, if, if i was given stock options for my job you would i it. would participate if it was a thing where only employees could get options. Well, there's some, there was some great, like even there's some great stories of like Starbucks employees who didn't even, they, they have those, but they didn't even, they never even looked at it. And then one day they're like, man, I really need some fucking money. And the people were that work there were like, well, do you have that? And they're like, yeah. And then let's look at it. And then all of a sudden they have like 35 grand that they didn't even, know I know about. people who I, I legitimately know people who did that with Apple. Yeah. Yeah. It's like people who had like their fucking first high school job at like an Apple store. Mm-hmm. And then you just sign a thing where it's like, you know, for every year you work here, you get a share. And then they just fucking, you know, they worked there for like three years, like in college, never paid attention to it. And oh, then God. that would have been amazing in 2006. And then in 2014, the people I know who, who benefited from that. Not to like really blow it out of proportion, but I'm pretty sure it was a thing where like they fucking forgot about it and then like remembered when they were like, you know, like in their fucking mid 20s and like checked it out and then had like, you know, a cool seven, eight, nine grand Mm -hmm. worth of stocks. And she's like, oh shit. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? You're serious. And again, like, you know, it's cool that you're getting money. Um, It's, you know, it's stupid that that's how our system works, but you know, whatever. You're living in the system, so I guess you need to benefit from it somehow. Yeah. But hold on, I gotta smoke some weed real quick. Alright. Yo, um, where's Trump been? 
kind of. I'm just like, I don't know where he's, what's going on. I mean, I think we talked about how he's got that thing he's setting up in Florida, but I literally, I haven't heard anything. Like, it's amazing how much, like, being banned from, like, all the social media places, <coughs> what that can fucking do. Because, like, I haven't heard anything. Have well, you? he's gearing up for his fucking... Uh, yeah, but this bro. is someone who fucking tweeted like hours on end every single day. You're used to hearing just things every day. And he might be gearing up for something big, but it's weird to not hear from him even as he's gearing up. For I think a lot of people were fooled as to like the tenacity of his like drive and just like how fucking gung-ho he was, like how active he was because he was tweeting all the time. I would imagine some of those tweets weren't like live like he probably just like you know fucking backed them up throughout the day also but like it made him it like they they wanted to paint this whole like superhuman like uh you know not fuck i don't even know how to say it like they wanted to make him seem like he had like superhuman stamina Right. Yeah, that was the whole thing, right? He sleeps three hours a day. You know, that was the whole weird narrative, right? He goes to bed at two, he wakes up at five. Like, he's always on the grind, right? So, like, we were so used to this, like, weird, like, subconscious, like, idea of Trump is, like, always around and he's always awake and he's always plotting and scheming and planning. Sounds like God, like the Christian God. He's everywhere. He knows exactly what you're doing all time of the day, you know? Yeah. But then, like, I don't think that that narrative was, I don't think that that was ever true. I think that that was a lot of really well-placed, like, PR bullshit. And a lot of, like, weird, like, psyop shit to make people think that he was, like, hyper-competent when really he just fucking wasn't. And so now that he, like, no longer has this, like... I mean, I guess he kind of has, like, a, a reason for people to think that he's on his grind. But, like, I don't think that we hear a lot from him because I think he's fucking in over his head and he's freaking the fuck out because he needs to get ready for his impeachment trial and his fucking entire legal team's already dipped out at least once, if not twice. Yeah. So like you got two more people to sign on. Yeah. But it's like, he's in Florida. He's maybe getting kicked out of Mar-a-Lago because you're not allowed to fucking live there. And he's trying to fucking live there. Like what fucking, what Mike Pence is fucking homeless in Indiana. What do you mean? I don't know what else that could mean. Homeboy doesn't have like a permanent fixed address anymore. Wait, what? (laughs) Why? I don't. I don't know. Did he not set that shit up? Computer in front of you. Did he not set that shit up? I don't know. That's just the whole thing. Is he's like? I'm not gonna look it up. Let's. I'm trying to play. I'm trying to have some fucking fun with you on this idea. I'm trying to have some fucking (laughs) fun with you. But no, he's like couch surfing or whatever. Like he like doesn't have like a fucking permanent. (gasps) Dude, right what if through like couch surfing and like meeting people, like he becomes like, like liberal shit? What if he gets fucking scabies like every other couch surfer I know? Yeah, and then opens up his eyes to like the 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 world. Did I ever and tell he, you? He finally realizes he's gay. Did I? Oh my god, I wish. Did I ever tell you the story about the fucking couch surfer who stayed at our house in Olympia, who said he was the reincarnation of Jimi Hendrix, the the DMT guy? Uh, it sounds familiar, but go ahead. So, this is kind of a long tale to mm. so strap in. Hold on, hand me another beer while I weave this fucking tale. That's not handing me a beer. I don't know what you want, man. You got a fucking act. This table's too long for my arms. <laughs> <sighs> All right. All right. So, 
when I was at school, I didn't have a car and my roommate would come pick me up from the airport in Seattle and we'd drive back down to Olympia, right? And so I was coming back from like fucking winter break or whatever the fuck. And my roommate and our friend said they were going to come pick me up at the fucking airport, right? So I get in the car and that's my roommate and our friend. And then there's two other people in the backseat. And, and you're like, who the fuck? What? I didn't think anything of it because I figured it was my roommate's friends because he was like from the general like Olympia area. Yeah. So sometimes his like high school friends would come down from like Tacoma and shit to hang out. Mm -hmm. And to put into context what these people looked like, there was a girl who looked maybe 18 years old Mm -hmm. who was like kind of just like your stereotypical like hipster. No, no, no. Like like a brand new crust punk. A brand new, so like, like not dirty, but like trying to be dirty. Like, didn't have the fucking hand in the face tattoos, but kind of had like you know, like the kind of like uh, ripped up, like kind of studded. They bought denim. all their shit from like H and M, but then they rolled in the dirt a little bit to like get kind a of, crusty. yeah. You know, it was like there was like a like a, like a kind of like a jacket with patches that was like kind of dirty, but it wasn't like you know, like the the fucking patches weren't put on by fucking dental floss type of thing. Again, like no fucking face tattoos, yeah. no weird haircut. And then the dude was this really tall, lanky black guy with a tiny little goatee and a big afro and like a fucking headband and just looked like someone who was going to a fucking frat party uh, where the theme was dressed up like a hippie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we have baby crust punk, hippie guy, and then me. Was he like randomly every once in a while going like with his mouth? No, but he spoke in a British accent. Wait, Um, did Jimi Hendrix speak in a British accent? I think so. But like, so this dude spoke in like a kind of like a fake, weird, like British accent. Like it sounded weird at first. And I was like, oh, you're doing a British accent, but it sounds fake. So we get back to, so we drive like the whole hour and a half back to the fucking house. Uh, we go to the fucking liquor store, like, beforehand. My roommate buys beer. Like, he buys them alcohol. So I figure this is, like, his fucking high school friend. Right. High school friends who are down for the weekend to kick it or whatever. So we fucking get to the house. We, like, unload everything. The peop- These two kids, like, have these, like, backpacks. They get in the house. They're walking around like, oh, my God, this is such a cool place. And I was like, who the fuck are these people? And my roommate is inside, like, showing them around. Mm-hmm. And our friend is just looking at me like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. And I was like, what is up, man? And a little bit of context is my roommate is, was not friendly at all. He like is a leg- he was like a legit, he is like a legit Italian national dude. His parents were like very into Mussolini. Like, oh shit, really? Oh dude, I cannot tell you how many dinners I had with this family where it was like the trains ran on time type of shit. <laughs> like they fucking hated Were they gypsies. Yes, they were like no, like legitimately. Like, oh yeah, they were like legitimate. Because there's a difference between like being into like memorabilia stuff of Mussolini and like the propaganda. Like, no, no, no. These are people who were like legitimate, like Mussolini style fascists, where they were like he was the best thing that happened to the Roman Empire since Caesar type of people. Wow. But like it was yeah, it was very strange because they weren't like again like. It, it, they weren't like these like weird like brash like fucking like hate mongering whatever's that like a lot of these like neo fascists like neo Nazis are now right like they weren't mean to people but their polit they were very like they were very they say the weird things under their breath they were th- you would consider them more to be just like 
hyper nationalist than right. a fascist but it was yeah. just that they were hyper nationalist towards like the fascist party of italy yeah it would be really great if like those muslims weren't here right? no literally it was like, like yeah. you know italy would be so much better if the fucking gypsies would get out like mm-hmm, that kind of shit mm-hmm. like all that shit and so he like was not fucking friendly to like outside people of like our friend group he wasn't this like you know and our friend was like what the fuck is happening like I don't understand why he's so fucking nice to these people. He doesn't know them. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, we just saw them like on the side of the road when we were driving to get you. And he pulled over and picked them up. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck is happening? And they're like around our age. Right. So I'm like, okay, let's see what fucking happens. This will be funny. If nothing else, like if nothing else, this will be funny because like if, if shit hits the fan, like we have a dog, there's three of us in the house. Like I can, beat, I get that though. Like I can like, beat the shit out of all like of doing people. something weird or like making something weird happen just so you have like a fun story to go off of in the future. You know, that's like my entire fucking life, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But, me too. But like, so <laughs> we fucking go in the house and the dude who's fucking talking in this fucking British accent is like, just talking all about like how they're traveling from one, like, hippie jam festival to another and they need a place to stay and they'll be out in two days and you know my roommates like whatever like it's cool blah 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 and i pull him aside and i'm like what the fuck's going on man do you know them and he's like no but like i feel bad for them i feel really bad for that girl i don't give a shit about that dude like i want to help them out like you know if you're not cool with that like i can tell him the fuck off why was he singling out the girl because again, like this girl looked a little too young to be like with this. It was like with it was dude. It looked yeah. kind of like a runaway situation type mm-hmm. of thing. And so I was like, okay, like fuck, like all right, we'll fucking, I'll give them two days. Like they're not staying here longer than two days, but like we're both going to be in the house with them for two days. Like it was like you know we had off school or whatever. So right. it's like again, they're not going to fucking do anything. If anything goes weird, we'll kick them out. Like, we'll do whatever. We live was in the Was he woods. singing, like, Purple Rain in his sleep and shit? Uh, no, but it almost got to that bad. So, this they had nothing. Purple Haze, not Purple Yeah, rain. Purple. <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, shit. dude fucking is, like, walking around the house, and I'm showing him around, and they like, they don't have anything, right? So he's like, we don't have sleeping bags, we don't have pillows, we don't have fucking toothpaste, like, all that shit. And we had a bunch of that shit, so, you know, we're getting... But nobody s- wants to, like, let people use all of them, you know? I mean, I mean, it, it was... Toothpaste? But we lived well, in a fucking, pretty much like a punk house, so, like, yeah. we had stuff for people who were coming over. Yeah. I so mean, like, if you're going to claim to be communist, you might as well do that. Well, I mean, know? that was kind of, like, before I really had the vocabulary to really express oh, what yeah. I was, but you know what I mean? Again, living with a fascist, so right. <laughs> it was kind of hard That's for me to true. be like, I'm a communist, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And him being like, my uncle was a legit black shirt and has, I like know a dude. Oh, I shit. like, no, I like met a guy who had like the scars from like the bike chain fights they would get into with the fucking brown shirts. Again, very real shit. Very crazy shit. The brown shirts, UPS? Yes. Yep. It was, <laughs> it was the fucking fascist versus the UPS. It's what can brown do for you forcefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm setting these, these kids up with all their shit. You know, here's pillow, here's blanket, here's bedding, here's whatever. Every single time I offered this dude something, he would say, thank you so much for the hospitality. Here's some DMT. And he had a fucking bag the size of a pillowcase full of DMT. I'm not lying. It was that much. It was a fucking. Was it real DMT then? I mean, that's a lot of DMT. It's a lot of DMT, dog. It was like 
it was like the like the the thickness of this bag full of product was probably like my fist, but like t- like three fists like next to each other of just like a solid fucking thing of DMT. And he was saying that like you know he like he inherited this money and he spent it all on DMT. Wants Ugh. to get off the dollar. Well, I have the story like that with it, you know, because he's a fucking hippie. And so he was like trying to see if he could like live for however many years like off of this DMT stash, and he's living off of barter or whatever. Fine, I don't care. Like we weren't expecting any compensation for helping. If these you're eating, kids you're out. cheating. No, you gotta only live on DMT. You gotta you're only live cheating. on DMT, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I'd be like, here's a fucking pillow and he'd be like, cool, hand me your bowl and give me a little fucking DMT. Mm-hmm. And I'd fucking blast off for like 20 minutes. And then I'd come back in and he'd be like, was that good? And I'd be like, that was great. And he'd be like, cool. Can I take a shower? And I'd be like, yeah, here's a towel. And he'd be like, here's some DMT. <laughs> and I'd be like, here's some soap. He'd be like, here's some more DMT. So I just spent two days in a fucking DMT haze. Are you blacking out in the middle of these hazes? No. Have you ever done DMT? I have. You Did you black out? No, but I mean, you kind of lose like a little bit of like. Oh no, I was like going to fucking space, right? But like, I wasn't fucking like blacking out. Like I'd hit it, and then everything would turn fucking purple and taste weird, and then I just fucking sit in the fucking yard for like twenty minutes and look at the sky or like look at the grass, yeah. and then I'd like come back to and walk inside, you know. And so homeboy was with us for two days, and it was just I, ooh, that shit was fucking rough. But it sounds like it was a good time. Though. It was fun as shit, but it was just Dude, like, he purple hazed you this whole time. Yeah, he did. And so we were fucking hanging out with them. Like, we had to hang out with them, obviously. And we're, like, sitting on the couch, and they didn't smoke cigarettes, and they didn't really smoke weed. And, you know, and, like, weird. I pulled the fucking girl aside, and I was like, yo, are you cool? And she was like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? And I was like, because, like, if you're not cool, like, we can fix it real quick. Like, if you need help. Like, right. if this is, like, a kidnappy thing. And she's like, oh, my God, no. She's like, no, I just like ran away. And I was like, oh, well, can't help you there. Like, I'm not going to fucking call the cop. You know what I mean? Right. And like, I gave her like fucking condoms and shit. And I was like, if you're going to fuck this dude, please fucking use protection. Like, don't get fucking pregnant while you're like a runaway with this right. fucking piece of shit. And so we're fucking hanging out. In the Wait, living. is he a piece of shit? I don't know. He was. He I didn't mean, really. It was he a piece of shit. Because he wasn't really like a piece that. of shit, piece of shit. Just like a weird, I don't know, like a weird traveling hippie dude who says he wants to live for years off of a DMT stash that he scored. Right. It's not the guy. But you quickly went from like this weird dude to like, he's a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't really like described well. But now you're, I don't know. Was there any reason why he's a piece of shit? He's just a fucking weird dude. Like that shit is just like, I don't know if you think that that's like a normal way. To like <laughs> live, you know life. what I mean? To like fucking do your yeah. thing, but it was just like it was really fucking. I don't weird. know. It was just it was again like, like the fake British accent was fucking weird. Yeah. And so he's definitely like a con artist. Yeah, like it was just dude. like he never really sat right with any of us. But we, yeah, but like the girl was cool, and it was like a funny like experience. He was like giving us all the fucking DMT we could smoke, so like that was fine. And like <laughs> finally, the fucking dude, we were like hanging out. And we were like listening to music and he was like, I want you guys to hear like my favorite song. And we we're like, okay. Uh-oh. And it was like on archive.org and it was like a five hour long, like fucking grateful dead jam. And I was like, dude, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like, I like, I was like, I got to go to bed. Like, this is too much. And fucking at one point, like the next day, like I made them breakfast. He gave me DMT <laughs> and we we're just like hanging out. And then he told me this fucking story about how like a blind woman at a festival 
uh, came up to him and said that he was the reincarnation of Jimi Hendrix. And then he went to bed and saw Jimi Hendrix in a dream and woke up with a British accent. And that was when it was kind of like, all right, dude, like this is it's too much. That was a lot of the like, okay, this guy's kind of a weird piece of shit, like grifter thing where it's like, I don't know what the fuck game you're trying to play, but like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, I don't know what brought that up, but that's the, the weekend oh, of DMT. You know what it was? Huh? It was, um, uh, fucking the vice, former vice president Pence sleeping on couches. Oh, the couch surfing thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. So that dude was like the only real, like, cou- like rando couch surfer guy. I ever encountered anytime I think about someone doing the couch surfing thing, I just think of like this guy being like, and the woman came up to me and said, Jimmy, Jimmy, where have you been? I've been waiting for you. And that was when we all like looked at each other like, dude, this is too much. Like I'm like been smoking DMT for two days, but this is like way too much for me. I got to get the fuck out of here. Here's, here's the thing is like, what if he was though? Here's the thing, like, what if it was Jimi Hendrix, dude? <laughs> what if God is one of us? Just a just a weird dude with a fake accent on the bus, you know? Did he sound like J- Jimi Hendrix? No, for the 18th time, it was an American dude who was trying to do a British accent. Okay. He would, like, slip in and out of it. It was really I just, weird. I feel like I could do a Jimi Hendrix. Please, please don't. I'm not going to. I just feel like I can. Um. Wait, for, so before I went on that... Oh, Mike Pence. Uh, It says here on on business insider appears to be here's the thing he's rich as shit you can he's not really here's the thing if you're doing the couch surfing thing maybe he's just like waiting to find like the perfect place to he's got money so he's not really homeless even if he's even if he doesn't have a home at the moment he's just searching for a place and he's probably like holding out for a nice one because he's well, got no, a lot he's of fucking, fucking not money. you know i i'm pretty I sure would, no what if Honestly, what it probably is, is he probably got rid of his fucking place when he became vice president. And then when it came time for fucking reelection, he didn't want to fucking go through the rigmarole of buying a house because then that looks like he doesn't believe Trump's going to win again. Right. That's I would imagine that's all it is. But is he was afraid of the wrath of Trump and his cronies. So he was just like, I don't need to buy a house because I'm going to be living in the White House yeah. or wherever the vice president lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he had a, he had all this time from when like November 4th to January 20th to find one. But again, you're ignoring all of the stop the steal stuff. Yeah, but you can always do it. Like you can always be like. There's no Find way. Find me a house. No, there's like, no way. Throw that, money to your little leprechaun. You know goddamn well the way the tabloids work. There's no way that Mike Pence would have been able to sneak away and buy a fucking house without it getting back to Trump somehow. There is no way that a wannabe totalitarian leader doesn't have tabs on everybody in his fucking cabinet. I he's know, not, he just didn't seem that organized. I feel he's like he's not could organized, but he is egotistical enough to say that anything that's going to make me look bad, I want to have like the full control over you know what i mean yeah well speaking of uh tyrants finally you know like stepping down did you hear jeff bezos is stepping down as amazon ceo yeah i don't understand why i'm trying to figure out the actual reason why but i want to know what he's running away from. we should short amazon stock because stock's gonna go down a little bit that's not how shorting works jordan it's gonna go down jordan what 
normal people cannot short stocks. Okay? Normal people cannot, You have to be a hedge fund? Normal people cannot bet against stocks the way that like a hedge fund. But no, but you can pay uh like a like T Row price to do it. There's no way that you're gonna be able to short one of the biggest companies in the on the planet. That's not how it works. You're right. <laughs> like you're you right. would have a better time of saying that everyone needs to pull out right now and start a windfall, if mm. anything. Yeah. Again, I barely understand finances, so I'm But he's stepping into wait, what is it? Fuck. He's gonna be like the chief homeboy on the weekend or something, right? Yeah. I here's the thing. Like if I was Jeff Bezos, at some point you gotta just stop, you know? How many kids does he even have? Cause like there's a you gotta make a certain amount of money for each of your kids once you're that rich, right? So, how, does he even have any kids? I don't even think he has kids. I want to know Hold what on. world you live in where you think that Bezos has kept his job this long just so he can secure a future for his children. I just need no, that it's other. A, it's I a just need that thing. other it's fucking a, ten billion to make sure that my kid will be okay, and then you know, then we can call it a day, hun. Like no, like I want to know why he's actually leaving. Oh, he's because, got four children. Ugh, that's cool. But like, I want to know why he's actually going because there has to be a reason why he's going. It's He's not just choosing to get out. So he's he's escaping some type of repercussion that he can see on the horizon. You know what He it doesn't is? want to face the guillotine that eventually will be coming for him. He wants to escape the fucking country or go, you know, go to some fucking Skull Island thing that he couldn't do if he still has to be, you know, Amazon. Like he might be doing some like full fucking Citizen Kane thing where he becomes a fucking recluse under the guise of being crazy old man when really he knows that the fucking world's going to collapse. So he needs to secure his island with his like unlimited like single family fresh water source or something. No. You know what it is? What it is? It's um, shit. I fucking lost my train of thought. You you talked for too long. No, it's um, god damn it. Keep going. What? What is it? What is it that he's doing? I don't understand how you could lose your train of thought if you're reading something. I'm not reading anything anymore. Um, I lost my train of thought though. I had a thing and you, you talked for too long. Um, fuck. I don't, I have no idea what it would have been. Why is he leaving his job? What is, what was he waiting for? Saving up money for you were talking about his kids. How many kids he has? I don't know what you could have, what it could have been. I just want to know why Damn. he's actually leaving because there has to be a reason. Why oh, going. the quality of Amazon shit has definitely like a lot of times I order Amazon shit and it's kind of like when you go to Five Below and you buy like some fucking cord that doesn't fucking work when you get home. Amazon's fucking quality of shit is kind of shitty. So like maybe it's that. I mean, it's not just me, man. It's a, there's a lot out, of people. You think he's looking out on his warehouse and he's like, "You know what? These products that I've squeezed all the value out of by destroying every other competitor, they're really not up to snuff anymore, and I need to get the <laughs> fuck out. I think he needs to get the fuck out because eventually the st- it, can o- it can only go down from here. He's running from something. You think so? I think he's running from something. I think he's running. I don't think that he wants to be the head of the evil billionaire octopus anymore. And I he think- wants to like he wants to go into like. He wants to be go under the radar a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think that he sees the writing it's on the smart, wall. It's smart. And he knows that he can only be so... He doesn't want Bernie Sanders to say his name anymore. I mean, yeah. 
I wonder how much a cameo would cost from Bernie Sanders to wish you a happy birthday. But is he on? He's not on cameo. I don't know. He should be. Imagine how much money he could raise for Meals on Wheels if he was on cameo. A lot. Yeah. Right? $25 for Bernie to give you a shout out. Mm-hmm. He could just fucking retire from the goddamn Senate. But um, I don't know. I Bezos is definitely running away. He's not just doing this to do it. He's not just like tapping. It might out. not. It might not be for. Uh, he, he's obviously going to still like run shit or like sit, whisper sweet nothings into whoever's ear is going to be the next CEO. Who is going to be the next? I guess they didn't really. They got to vote on it and shit. But there interesting. Was, there was some name that was tossed around. I mean, it's not like I know fucking the top brass of Amazon or whatever. Yeah. But I yeah he's Monica Lewinsky. Yes, it's Monica Lewinsky. That's it. <laughs> That is who will now be running. I just threw, I literally just threw a random name that like maybe someone hasn't heard of in a while. That's just what I did right there. Mm-hmm. It's not for any weird um, reason. Can we end the episode talking about Myanmar? Yeah. And the coup that happened? Yes. Have you been following this at all? I have. I have it right here on the thing. It's oh, um well, go ahead. Um so uh so Myanmar has a history of like military dictatorship uh, back when it was Burma. Uh, and then this, the, there's a, uh, the leader of Myanmar now was elected democratically. Her name's Su, Su Chi. And um, she was known for like being really pro democratic. But then there was like some controversy about the Rohingya um, and the military's treatment of the Rohingya, which is a, um, a uh, a minority Muslim group that lives uh, in Myanmar uh, and the treatment within, within the, with, with that uh, tribe of um, people. Um, But re over the weekend, the military decided to uh, not have democracy anymore and kind of, you know, they took Suchi uh, they arrested her. Now she's on house arrest, which she has been before. She was previously on house arrest for like ten years at one point. So, shit, okay, so. backing up a little, just a little back bit. up. Okay, you, you, just just to sort of interject very very briefly. Um, so the country was ruled by the military from sixty two to two thousand eleven, mm-hmm. and then at two thousand eleven, that was when it was switched back over to civilian rule, right? Mm-hmm. And so what recently happened was. The um, National League for Democracy won in a landslide during the general election, and that's what prompted the military to come in because they were the main backers for the opposition to the Democratic. There's yeah, and they were saying that there was election fraud, which is like very. There's actually a lot of um, parallels to our, uh, like what happened in our election, you know. Like in terms of what was being said and stuff. Did we bring that up earlier about how no, like not like this exact example, but how like one of the most dangerous precedents set from the like attempted coup or the insurrection or the riot or whatever is that like since so many countries look at America as like not the gold standard, but just like they take a lot of cues from us in terms yes. of like what you can get away with and what you can get away with and all this shit. Yeah. The fact that like Donald Trump acted in a certain way after he lost the election and persuaded his followers or maybe didn't, whatever you fucking want to say. All the stuff that that transpired between the election and the riot, all that shit made a playbook 
for other world leaders who want to contest an election that didn't go in their favor. Especially when institutions aren't as strong as ours, because ours held up, whereas Myanmar's is still really new, what you say, 2011. So it's very easy. It would be easier for them to do what Trump did and win. So the same way that you have like things like like the MAGA, like the whole like MAGA movement was kind of like cropping up in all these different like Eastern European and like South American countries. Like really you know, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like you really saw this like uptick in like nationalist, like quasi fascist, like quasi authoritarian, like regimes popping up around these like strongman figures, like all around the world as a result of basically Trump doing it and people being like, oh shit, like you can get away with this. Like it happened in America, blah, blah, blah. With the insurrection activities, everything leading up to it, it has normalized this in a way where, like, people can use that as a case study and be like, oh, shit, all I got to do is say it's fucking fake news and people will fucking believe me. You know what I mean? So, like, this would not I don't think that this would have happened the way it did if we didn't have the current American election cycle. Right. Yeah. 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 I really don't think that this dude would be as emboldened. The same way you wouldn't have a lot of like the um like the Bolsonaro shit in Brazil if it wasn't for Trump. Like yeah. you wouldn't have a lot of these like coup attempts that have happened over the last four years or actual coups where they say it's election fraud, the right wing party comes in that's backed by the military, they take over, they expel the fucking the left leaning or straight up leftist, like as in the case with a lot of South America over the past few years. Like they expel all these parties and all these politicians. People get fucking murdered. Companies come in. All of this happened because it happened in America and everyone takes their cultural cues from us. And another another thing that the military did was they, they basically said, it's okay, we're going to have a, uh, a legitimate election in a year. Which is like... Yeah, we're going to hold this down for We've heard that story before, We're right? going to hold this down for a fucking year. Yeah. Um, so, but the difference that I was hearing, the difference that they, that they didn't take into account, it was much easier to do these successful coups and hold on to power when people were not attached to the internet and stuff. It, you know, in Myanmar, SIM cards being, uh, you know, connected to the internet used to cost a lot of money. Now it doesn't anymore after 2011 when they started, you know, making, when they started you know, looking out and helping people get connected and, and, you know, coming into the, the modern world landscape, most people over there are connected to the internet now, have a way to be connected to the internet. And so the military isn't taking into it because there's already, there's already a lot of opposition. Uh, there's already a lot of voices coming out being like, this is fucked. Everybody, which, much everybody. Right. So there's been that, sanctions already. Biden's already said he's going to do something right. like the UN said they're going to do something like. Yeah. yeah. And that, see, the, it, the if if they weren't connected to the Internet uh, and had a voice and all that, like it would be much easier to do. But this is probably going to backfire in their face unless they have some way to pull the plug. I mean, that's what a lot, you know, in in places like Egypt and, and in the past and during the Arab Spring their first move is usually to just shut down yeah, the internet, which they haven't really, I haven't heard anything and they haven't done that yet, which if the military was smart, they would fucking do that. Right. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not well versed in like, unless they're trying to make it seem like a legitimate, because that's also the thing too, is they, they were just saying, I doubt they're going to make it seem legitimate. Well, they're going to try it because their whole thing was that the, that there was a uh, election fraud. 
which there probably was, but not enough to over no, to the make election a difference, commission, right? The election commission said there was no evidence of fraud. Right. Well, but yeah, and but to to shut down the internet to do those kind of things would really would even backfire in your face even more because then it you know makes people even angrier while you're while if you don't shut down the internet but just try and do the fake news um side of things you can kind of try to get away with like being no no it was like there really was election fraud and we're just trying to do the right thing we're going to have an election in a year while you know just trying to build like a strong man approach to like taking over everything it's going to be interesting to see yeah i don't know what's going to happen i don't know a lot about like you know the sociological whatever stuff or like anthropological whatever stuff of like Myanmar and like how their fucking country runs like i don't know what the the main demographics are like in terms of like occupation stuff i would imagine that it's like you know working class like rural type of shit and if that's the case it's going to be difficult for them to really like compete with like the army you know what i mean yeah i don't i would imagine that that's not a place where a lot of people have like you know easy access to firearms but then again like if they have enough bodies they might be able to do something like I would imagine we're going to see something similar to like what's happening in India where like, you know, the masses came together in protest and it worked for a while. And then once the military like slash government figured out what they're doing, they're just going to start siphoning people off. Like that's happening in India right now. They're just like isolating different communities and just like completely like separating them from the rest of the people who were right. doing like the mass protests. Well, the, the it's weird because like, all, you know, the military is usually made up of citizens so if if most of the citizens are against this, then that's like, not how it is. In a lot well, of because of the paychecks, right? Because like someone's paying the like you the, have to understand troops, so. that when you look at a lot of these other countries, like you're looking at that from a like a very Western lens. A lot of times when you get into these like non-Western, like non-white countries, like the military is like your entire life, and it becomes like. The same thing, like how we view like the police force, where and like where it's pretty much like a fucking gang. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like the the military in some of these other places, like in great, no, I get it. Even like, in Africa and places, well, yeah, like, that, like in yeah. all these places, like it is not only a lifestyle; it is like your political party. It is like kind of your religion. It is your entire community. So it's not like you're going to be part of the military and then disagree with your leaders and then dip the fuck out. Yeah. Like some of them might, but like on the whole, it's not going to be like in America where like you can fucking, I object. And then like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not mm -hmm. going to be like that. Like if you fucking say that you're going to get fucking shot in the face. Right. And that's just like how it is. So yeah. like, it really is going to end up being the military versus the people. I do want to read uh, George Orwell's Burmese Days. I heard that was a good book. I, I own it. I have it, but I just have. That's so Orwellian. Yeah. 1984. Oh, real quick on this. Uh, I work with someone who's from Myanmar. Um, and I, back when the Rohingya thing was happening, uh, I was, I went up to him. I was like, dude, what the fuck's up with your country, dude? That's <laughs> like, so fucking, that's why so fucked. Uh, what to say that to him yo what's up with your country dude yeah but he's a he's a guy i joke with like he's got it really he's got a pretty good sense of humor he's he's fun to joke around with so it, he makes fun of me for being filipino and shit so you know we we kind of rag on each other so i was like no, i fuck with that yeah so i'm like dude what the fuck's up with your country man why are you killing all these muslims and he like he kind of got like 
he got weird. He got like, this is what he basically said. He was like, yo, like people don't understand. Like, you don't know what it's like. Like, you don't know. Like these, these Muslims, like they're just killing random people. And like, that's the same, but that's the same exact thing. Okay. I'm not going to like really discredit this person's whatever and right. like get fucking called out for like being insensitive to whatever. But like, that is the same exact shit that I used to what hear the- from my fucking college roommate and his family when they would justify why they like fucking hate Eastern Europeans. Yeah. Was just, you know, these people like fucking bring their kids over here to get fucking welfare and break their kids' arms to get more money, right? Yeah, but here's the, like, like, you know, these people are just out here raping people and killing people, right? Yeah, and that that's basically what he was saying. And he almost like made me feel like he made me feel weird for like judging him, even though it was a joke. I wasn't really being that serious, but he was he was making me feel weird for like judging like him on like his denouncement of these like Rohingya Muslims because which is stupid because I don't think he's ever come into contact with the Rohingya. He's just going off by like maybe some of his family members that live over there. You know what I mean? Like I, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, what it's a he majority was ba- Buddhist nation and they don't like the Muslim. I mean, yeah, he was basically it's the like same thing everywhere. They, it's it, like what you get, I'm not calling them fucking nationalists, yeah. or like fascists, but like, it's the same thing you get anywhere where there's an ethnic majority and an ethnic minority, and it's all tied on religious lines, and it's always going to be, you know, those dudes are like stealing food and killing babies, right? Yeah, but be- it's all just like gross mm. shit. Where you're like, I don't want to fucking right, but I, I, you, dude. I wasn't even like, I, I, I didn't because it didn't advance anywhere. I didn't get to go like so that justifies like mass murdering them. You know what I mean? And like, because that's what the military was doing and going into those villages and burning them up and stuff. And I'm sure. I'm sure there was like just attacks on both sides and that kind of thing, but you know, it, it was just he was being, being very, very insensitive. Uh, tread lightly with the both sides stuff again, because the narrative in place is that, nah, these, but dude, there were there were good people on both sides. Again, like I, I yeah, <laughs> I, I I get the joke, but it's like if you break down what you're saying is that there's the ethnic majority that's saying the minority is the root of all these problems. Mm -hmm. And all you hear are the bad things that then justify like the state sanction, like, uh, you know, not, I guess not a genocide because it would still exist outside of the region, but like, you know, like ethnic cleansing in the region. So what you're hearing is these people are murderers. So it's cool that we're, that the military is burning down their village. Yeah. You know, and like, that's all it is. So like, take it with a big grain of salt where it's like, even if you did hear this from your family, like there's a very good chance that like they just heard that from like, yeah, they're, you know, they're being propagandized. Yeah, exactly. And that's why it's like fucking gross. And like, and then it becomes yeah. a whole slippery slope with like, you know, the minority and majority conflicts and ethnic. Cleansing and by the way, this is, this is shit. a guy, he's not a Trumper. This Myanmar guy, he's very much a, uh, you know, not a leftist by any means, but he's like a liberal. Like he's, he's like probably voted Democrat if he even voted at all. I don't, I don't know that he can. He's no, he's a citizen cause he's works for the post office. Um, but he doesn't like Trump, but he was still saying these weird, gross things. I know? mean, you can have like nationalist tendencies that are tied to like non American politics right. and then still be like, on the you know democratic or left leaning or whatever liberal side of American politics because right. you you divorce them in your mind like you know us like Americans like or you know or anybody who like 
multi-generation, like has multi-generations of their family in the same country or the same region, like they sort of obviously view everything through their like local lens, but also like, I don't know, like the people I know who are like, I don't know, multinational or whatever, or like immigrants or whatever, you know, yeah. people who like still have family wherever, like they have their like politics for over there and their politics for over here. Yeah. Like that seems very fucking yeah, common. Yeah, you're right. And for the most part, right. it is like sort of like along the same lines of like, you'll be, you know, like being progressive in Ukraine is different than being progressive in America. So like over sure. here, they don't really care. But like when they talk to their cousins in fucking the Czech Republic, they're like really intense about fucking like the abortion stuff that's going on or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so there is that divide, but also like, it seems to me to be pretty common to where like people will have domestic. You're talking about Poland, by the way. Huh? I think you were talking about, I think you meant Poland. I didn't mean Poland. I mean, they were all like, it was all fucking hyperbolic. Like when I said Ukraine and Czech Republic. Yeah. I'm not saying specifically, I don't know any Polish people who have been talking to you about their abortion stuff. I'm just saying in general, yeah. that's normally what happens. But like mm -hmm. the flip side of that is it also isn't super uncommon for people in general to be like a little more like holding up the like traditions and more like conservative shit of where they're from. But then wanting like the progressivism and like the opportunity over here. Mm -hmm. So you see that a lot with like, you know, mom and dad are from wherever, but I grew up here where it's like, you know, I'm from the Maldives and over there we just do things different and it's fine because it's the Maldives and it's fucking different. But over here, you know, abortion needs to be legal. Gay people should get married. But like <laughs> that would never happen over there because it doesn't happen over there and it's fine because it's over there. Yeah. You know, and that's how I think a lot of people can yeah. compartmentalize like yeah. that shit. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. This has been a great. This is like the this has been our best episode, I think. <laughs> I don't think it's the best one. I think it's the best one. It's it's we're getting into the flow of recording in the Gremlin Kremlin it's basement. De it definitely makes a difference. Tell us yeah, what yeah, you yeah. Mean. yeah. Got the salt lamp going. Got yeah. a six pack of bow. Dude, lick that lamp right now. Why? Just lick it. No, I'm done, dude. I'm serious. It tastes like salt. Uh, yeah, because it's fucking salt. Yeah, to, but to make sure it's not fake, someone might have sold you a fake. Himalayan salt lamp. I've had that thing for fucking years. I know that it's not fake. <laughs> All right. I, do, Wait. I got called out once for having the fucking salt lamp. There was like some hippy dippy shit. And I was like, dude, number one, like. Oh, because like the Himalayan people, like they get fucked over what? this shit. No, it's because of the whole like fucking like yoga white dread thing, like fucking crystals. Oh, and the pink Himalayan salt does something to the room or whatever. Mm. And literally like I just had this shit. I got it as a gift, but also. It looks nice. It's a nice fucking... And it made us have a great episode. This oh. is the reason. <laughs> that might be the reason. Yeah, this is the reason. Anyway. Uh, well, we still have one more to do, so don't, don't well, hold go, your breath. Yeah. I will fucking close, close it out. Close it out, bitch. Don't call me a bitch. Beep uh, that out. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. Um, thank you guys for listening. As always, we really appreciate it. Um, thank you also... For sort of sticking with us during this transitional time, it's been a weird couple weeks, like with me moving, and we're kind of getting everything set up to where we have like a porn, a, a permanent porn, uh, a porn, <laughs> where we have like a pornographic Porno. recording studio, a permanent pornographic recording studio. Oh, but yeah. you know, like, 
we're, we're kind of like stumbling our way through this, but we're trying to really, you know, get things going. So we appreciate the patience and we appreciate people still listening and stuff. Um, if you like the show, please like, and subscribe. Uh, people are doing it. Our numbers are going up, which we really like. We can track. And we really do appreciate um, next episode. I'll run down all the list of countries. that I know you never check. Cause we have a lot more than we had before. I, I just, I, I, I have this thing. I like, I don't check. And I also don't like to look at the time when I'm at work. Cause I, I have this feeling that, it makes things worse. It's weird. It's it's the reason why I don't even know my credit score, even though I know it's terrible. I'll never look at it because if I look at it, it'll be worse than it is. Dude. Okay. Can I tell you something that made me feel like such a fucking grown up? I have all my bills on auto pay right now. What? Dude, $2,000 Ikea trip, $3,000 what shower head or something you bought what the fuck are you i wish i had a fucking no 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 dude no, no, where no. are you roll you're rolling in this shit anyway cool man but um so yeah if you like the show please like and subscribe please tell your friends that's the only way we're getting um our our name out there and getting you know for now for right now i mean we're we gotta change that shit at some point. we're gonna make a little part, like commercial sure Again, we now that we have like the permanent setup, we're going to start kind of. We're almost at our one year anniversary, so we're going to start kicking it into. What are you going to get me? Huh? <laughs> I'm get you a fucking muzzle. I'm just going to get you a fucking ball gag. Well, I th- are we past the fucking. Nope. Are you serious? Because I, I met. What's her name? Like around this time. We are approaching the one year of us recording for the first time, but we're not. We're still about a month away from like the anniversary really? of like our first pub like publication. Dude. Huh. Um, but yeah, uh, if you fuck with the show, uh, we have a Patreon, five bucks a month. You get an extra show every week, and you get access to the Discord chat. Um, you can find the show on all the social media uh, platforms, and from there, you can find uh, you know the profiles for myself, Jordan, and Super Producer Andrew. Um, oh, by the way, to find us on Patreon, isn't it patreon.com slash Bolsheviks? Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's also a link. Because we always our, just. Well, there's also a link from our website, okay. which is just, you know, Bolsheviks.com. Oh, um. Oh, yeah. Blue Chew. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, brought to you by Blue Chew. Um, I wish. Yeah, I want those stick pills. That'd be so much fun. Uh, um, I really want to try them out. Oh, uh, one other thing. On her mom. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> yes. Got him. That was good. That really <laughs> threw me off. Um, we're going to start playing music at the end of the episodes. Um, so if you want to submit a track, don't fucking send us a Bandcamp link. Don't say pick whatever you want. Email us an actual track that you would like to have played at the end of the episode. We might be able to work something out. Baltchevex at gmail.com. We're going to try and implement that in the future. We're making a list. Checking it twice. Checking it once. I'm the only one who checks the fucking email. I mean, I check it like multiple times a day, but yeah. So throw us a fucking track. We'll see what we can do. Um, We already have some stuff lined up starting soon, but we want to, you know, have have a, a wide variety of stuff on there. So we have some cool stuff coming up, but still, we would like to hear from. What are we writing out on today? We're not. Jordan, don't try to... Don't, don't. <laughs> I appreciate you trying, but, like, just let Daddy do the talking. Daddy's doing the outro, not not, not the baby. Shit. Bye. Bye.